Welcome to Classroom Success 101 Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Roos, the Hardcore Behaviorist, and I'm here to help you overcome those problems you're experiencing every day. You're listening to a master audio class, so put your positive thinking caps on and get ready for another lesson on how to achieve greatness within your classroom. For show notes, make sure you check out our website at hardcorebehaviors.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, make sure you check out our Hardcore Behaviors Teacher Pay Teacher Store for our helpful digital downloads. And join our Facebook group, Educators United, to help education continue to thrive during these tough times we are facing when schools are closed throughout the country due to the coronavirus. By joining Educators United, we encourage you to upload free online educational resources to help educate our students from a distance. So today's uh, talk is going to just kind of be on a recap of what we've learned in the past uh, couple episodes some of the golden nuggets that I actually thought um, were worth retouching base on uh, because um, these are things that you can utilize within your classroom. There was a lot of valuable information on those podcasts. I highly suggest that you go back and listen to a lot of them. Uh, But in this episode, I just wanted to kind of touch base on some of the things that stood out um, you know, you definitely need to go back and check into some of the more detailed, um, you know, interventions and, and strategies because those are also golden nuggets as well that you can utilize within your classroom. But today's talk was on some of the top things that um, I think is a very a go-to intervention that you need to at least try within the classroom, or it's a must talk about um, that, you know, I'm curious on some other people's ideas and thoughts out there. So to start this show off, um, we are going to start talking about learning strategies. I I had Scott Harris um, talk about, came on the show the other day, and he talked to us about, you know, learning methods of your students and the we titled that that podcast the urban legends of education and the reason why is because you know scott stated that there are a lot of trainings out there that um don't really have a lot of research-based evidence behind them and yet schools are paying a lot of money to go to these uh, trainings or they're um, buying into these systems that are almost like a school-wide thing and basically they're really not changing anything up and one of those things that uh, you know my thing with it is I'm gonna have to agree with Scott on this because I feel like over the the years that I've been in education I've seen a lot of those programs, man. They they sound very pretty. They're uh, beautifully wrapped in a pretty little box and sold to the school to say that these programs 
are the go-to. And, you know, over the years, what I've seen is these, uh, these programs, you know, yeah, they help out in some areas, but they don't solve all the problems. And when you do have somebody come in from uh, their firm, they're consulting with you, well, I'm going to tell you right now, as a business, people are always going to look for problems. doesn't matter if you are running that program to the exact um, replica of what it was designed for. The consultant in that program will come in and try to find a problem. So, um, you know, my thing with it is I'm not, you know, bashing all programs out there. Um, I would definitely agree with Scott is do the research, you know, um, when you start looking into these programs that you're really wanting to uh, put on your campus, you need to really go in in depth with what it's all about. Is there research based evidence on it? Um, you know, is it worth the amount of money that you need to be able to uh, throw at that program? be able to utilize it you know i've seen programs that we've spent 50 60 almost maybe a hundred thousand dollars on and we don't even really use it we put up pretty posters in the hallway um and you know we call ourselves some kind of leader leadership school or uh you know we're we're all about a certain motto or something that that uh the school district or the school has paid into and guess what you know at the end of the day these kids are really not uh, understanding the concepts because those programs are really uh, they really haven't done anything for the school so I would say definitely if you're going to buy into a program make sure you do the research and also you know, that program needs to become a, it needs to become the, uh, you know, the, the talk. That, that needs to be uh, a lot of buy-in up front with these programs. Because I can tell you right now, if, if you don't have some, some teachers or um, some staff running these programs, then that program is going to put be put to the wayside and be done with. Uh, on the flip side, I can say I've seen a lot of programs that when you you do, you get new superintendents come in, uh, some of the good programs get put on hold. Uh, I've definitely been involved with one. I, I'm, I was a trainer of a program that I thought was uh, totally better than the new program that they had us go get trained on. Same outcome. Um, but the techniques within this program gave teachers a lot more options. And overall, it was just a better program for the school district and the teacher. And yet, I've, we've completely moved away from that program because it was a program that superintendents wanted to go to. So, um, you know, as an educator, as a teacher, you're going to see these programs. They're going to pop up. Uh, they may be popular at your first go-ahead in, in, in the school system. You know, your first year in the school system, they may be awesome and amazing. But 
um, then they all of a sudden disappear and then you won't see it for another 10 years. So just know that these programs out there are um, not or they might not be the fix or the answer you're looking for. Um, just like Scott said, do your research, you know, a um, couple other things that we, you know, we talked about in that podcast episode was the learning styles. You know, he, he, he stated that there's some research behind it. I haven't looked at the research specifically with learning styles. Um, but one of the statements in there talked about, uh, you know, there were some studies done on a student who had a specific learning style that actually did worse when it came to that specific learning style when teaching that method. You know, we talked on that there are, there are some professors out there at universities now that have uh, basically no laptops in their, their rooms because they claim that it is a lot better for you to be able to write down the notes specifically by hand because you're going to retain it a lot more. Um, you know, I, I'm not a professor or a doctor, but I can tell you one thing that writing down the notes by hand for me has worked wonders. That is how I have retained information. Uh, the other thing with it is when you're talking about studying. I don't know about your schools out there, but I know the schools that I've been involved with do not talk a whole lot or teach kids how to study. And one of the go-to methods that Scott suggested was uh, note cards. You know, you're memorizing note cards. Um, and that is another method that I utilized specifically in college to be able to pass my classes. So, you know, when he's talking about some methods that I've used or some methods that I completely agree upon, um, that, that's, that's awesome to hear um, because sometimes these programs, again, it goes all back to building the program to be packaged in a pretty box and sold to school districts, um, may not be telling you the whole truth about everything. There, there's, again, there's a lot of, uh, you know, sales tactics and things like that that makes it look better than what it is. And in all reality, it may not be worth anything. So, you know, that was one good discussion on Scott's uh, interview the other day was definitely um, make sure that you are doing your research. There was a lot of good resources that he mentioned within that podcast. I will leave those resources in on the website. You know, make sure again you check us out at hardcorebehaviors.com. Um, you know, uh, we're going to be posting a lot of the, well, all these podcasts up so you guys can re-listen to them. And, you know, when you re-listen to an episode, you are learning more and more. And, um, you know, that is the goal. That is the mission of this podcast is to help out as many teachers as um, 
I possibly can with providing valuable information with experts within the industry of education. So the next uh, golden nugget um, we talked about um, was ABC data. What is ABC data? Well, ABC data is antecedent. A stands for antecedent. B stands for behavior. And C stands for consequence. And one of the things that you have to look at when you're taking ABC data is it's determining a function of the behavior. So um, you got to look when you start taking ABC data, you got to go back in and, and you got to analyze what are you taking that data for? So you got to have some target behaviors. And those target behaviors need to be defined out specifically. What do those target behaviors look like? If I walked into your classroom off the street without even knowing who the kid was, and I was told to go observe a a behavior problem and write that down, um, what is that? What is that looking like? You know, I need to know specifically what that looks like. Um, And the other thing with it is actually knowing what it looks like and Um, It would be even better if you could tell me specifically uh, maybe a time frame of when that behavior, that specific behavior occurs so that I can come in and observe it and take some ABC data on it. So, again, ABC data, what you would be writing down for A, which is the antecedent, is you would be writing down things that occur before the behavior happened. So, for example, if the teacher placed a math worksheet, maybe let's get very specific, an addition uh, math worksheet um, down on a on a the child's desk, and all of a sudden the child took the paper, ripped it up, said, "I'm not going to do it." And then the teacher told them to uh, get on out of the classroom, which ideally should not be happening. But uh, for this example, we're just going to put it in there. So what your antecedent would be is that the teacher placed down an addition worksheet for the student to do. The behavior would be, um, you know, the child took the, the worksheet, ripped it up threw it away, told everybody he wasn't going to do it. And then the consequence of that behavior would be that the the teacher told the student to get out of the classroom. So what your goal is with these uh, ABC data sheets is actually look at the consequence and the antecedent. So if you get a lot of consequences where the teacher is, you know, basically telling the student, Um, to get out of the class or the teacher gives a lot of attention, then what is actually driving that, you know, that what is actually reinforcing that behavior is that consequence of maybe it's escape, maybe it's attention, okay? Maybe it's access to something tangible. Um, And you got to also understand the antecedent, uh, what has actually cause that behavior what 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 happened before the behavior to cause a behavior 
And this is how we determine um, really great uh, interventions within the classroom. So, again, you know, if you have a behavior specialist or a school psychologist come in and, and tell you that you need to take some ABC data, well, you need to understand what are you taking ABC data on, what's the target behaviors, and the, the key to the ABC data is to determine what is driving that behavior, what's the function behind that behavior. And so ABC data forms are really a good tool that you can utilize um, within the classroom if you're trying to take data on certain students that are uh, <coughs> having behavior problems. So <clears throat> that recaps the two podcast episodes we had currently this week. Um, for more information, you definitely need to go check out those podcast episodes. I highly recommend it. Um, just kind of wanted to touch base today on uh, the two podcast uh, episodes we recently um, recorded. And so check those out. Make sure you uh, leave a uh, comment or like our podcast. The other thing with it is make sure you subscribe to our podcast and make sure you check out our Instagram page at Hardcore Behaviorist. Also on Facebook at Hardcore Behaviorist. And the other um, platform that you need to go check out is our website at HardcoreBehaviorist.com. Other than that, Thank you for listening, and y'all have an awesome, amazing day. If you know someone who needs to hear this, share it with them. Send them a text message, a DM, an email. Put it on all your social media platforms and tag me at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes. It helps teachers find the show so they get an opportunity to make the decision to grow as well.